I'm sure you've heard through the grapevine that you're trending uh, this morning online for the Dolly Parton Research Fund's donation toward the COVID vaccine. So in the midst of all of this craziness that we're living, your dollars really are making a difference. Yeah, that's what I understand this morning. I haven't read up enough. They told me that just before I went on the air that they may <laughs> be asking me about that. So I'm just happy that anything I do can help somebody else. And when mm -hmm. I donated the money to the COVID fund, I just wanted it to do good. And evidently that's it exactly is. And let's just doing. hope we find a cure. Well, we, 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 we hope it won't. And again, you know, we're working on mass distribution of the virus. Well, good morning, Captain. I understand there's a pandemic, and I understand good it's very scary. You, I'm scared hey, of it too. Hey, if you are at risk, yeah. do not leave your house until there's a vaccine. said that even now, that the, the hospital is being overrun with COVID patients. They come in, they're horribly ill, they're gasping for breath, and yet they don't believe they have COVID. Absolutely. Well, I mean, I think it was time for him to concede probably uh, the day after the election. Something that I would note is just we talked a lot about transfer of power in the election and it's worth remembering um, that this president was never given an orderly transition of power. Every four years we gather on these steps to carry out the orderly and peaceful transfer of power. And we are grateful to President Obama and First Lady Michelle Obama for their gracious aid throughout this transition. They have been magnificent. Thank you. Hey, party crashers. This is Jerry Jones. Welcome to another episode of The Uninvited. However, however you found us and wherever you found us, uh, decided to find us, I am so glad you did. Do us a favor. Please rate, review, and subscribe to the show so you don't miss another one of these episodes. And if, should you give us a rating, please give us five stars because five stars feels a lot like love. Four stars feels quite like the friend zone. Who is having a better week, a better year than Dolly Parton? Is anyone? I mean, 2020 has been pretty rough on on a lot of us, most of us probably. But I can't think of anyone who's doing more winning than Dolly Parton. And, and not for anything other than she is really the kind of person that um that i i i strive to be she it, it's it would seem it would seem that dolly parton's mission statement is just to to do good and so as you heard in the in the soundbite uh dolly parton donated a sizable chunk of money to vanderbilt university and this institute uh, was uh, one of the contributors to developing the Moderna vaccine, which this week uh, came back with a 95% effectiveness rating. And, you know, it's like you, you look at that and you're like, okay, you look at Dolly Parton's career 
and all the amazing things that she's done. And this just adds to it. And what it just really gets down to just kind of who you are, who you are at your core will be revealed by the things that you do. The things that you do become the evidence of who you are at our core. And so I juxtapose that with, so she's had a hell of a week, hell of a year. Um, she's got a brand new podcast out. I say it's it's brand new. I don't know if it's brand new, but it's going to be new to me um, that everyone's raving about. Um, not to mention, you know, I think about the past year, um, just whew, like I, I, I look at groups like the high women. I think I look at at just female artists. I, I juxtapose that. Look at this. I, well, I, I don't want to go into that, but I think about how artists when they don't own their own masters, what it does to them, that people can, can kind of come and, and, and subvert all of their hard work. You know, uh, Dolly Parton has been owning her own masters from the jump. Like that was something that, you know, I, I just remember, gosh, when Michael Jackson, when he bought the, the masters to all the Beatles recordings, and how big of a deal that was. And, you know, of course, now Taylor Swift has been going through this thing and now to the point where she's having to re-record most, if not all, of her uh, recordings because uh, her masters did not belong to her. Apparently, some group came and bought her masters from the other group who um, who stole them from out from underneath Taylor for like $300 million. It's crazy. But Dolly Parton, um, trendsetter there, um, and so I, unfortunately like the Beatles and, you know, Taylor Swift are cautionary tales, but this was something that, that Dolly was on from the jump. Right. Um, but you look at, you look at her, you know, not looking to get rich, but just wanting to do some good. Juxtapose that between someone like Rudy Giuliani, right? Rudy Giuliani, who's spearheading a bunch of fraudulent, a, f a bunch of fraudulent, uh, uh, lawsuits um, to to try to undermine the integrity of democracy. You look at the president who skipped his um, Zoom call yesterday with the G twenty. First of all, I don't know how many how many company how many countries are they going to allow in the G twenty. We're up to twenty now. Will it be fifty next week? I'm not sure. But he skipped the Zoom call on coronavirus response to go golfing. Um, this after. I, I don't recall the exact numbers, but I think we had about 172,000 people diagnosed with COVID yesterday. So I'm recording on November 22nd. On November 21st, we had about 172,000 people uh, diagnosed with COVID. Um, but hey, he's golfing, right? Um, but that's just who he is. We had almost 14, well, a little bit over 1,400 people die yesterday. About 80,000 folks hospitalized yesterday while the president was golfing. Instead of meeting with the global leaders to figure out how do we deal with, because the reason why I'm bringing this up, it wasn't that they were, it wasn't like, it wasn't like those meetings that we have on our calendars at work where you, you get on the Zoom call 
you've got the agenda, but you're in your mind, you're like, what is, what are we talking about? What did we decide last time? This isn't one of those meetings. These leaders were literally meeting to say, how do we work together to distribute the Pfizer, the Moderna, and the other um, vaccinations that are going to be out here, some within the next couple of months? Instead of being on that call, he was golfing. But that's who he is. That's who he is. Um, so you look at Dolly Parton, you look at Rudy Giuliani, you look at Donald Trump, you look at President Obama, right? He released a book this week, which is amazing, by the way. Uh, I've been listening to it on an Audible. I can't uh, recommend it enough. Um, you know, like he's just a great narrating voice. It also, if, if you haven't already um, bought or read um, um, Michelle Obama's book, I highly recommend that as well. But Dolly Parton is just, I don't know. I So I guess I'm just celebrating Dolly Parton, but not just celebrating Dolly Parton. Um, I'm really celebrating our better selves. And I just want to tell each of you that I am very proud of you. I know that this time um, has been rife with challenges. Um, and, and we're going and we're going into um, full full force into holiday season. And you know, a lot of us won't see our family. A lot of us won't see our friends. And, I'm just I'm I'm proud of you for for doing everything you can to stay safe. Uh, I do want to encourage you. This is a free form show, by the way. Um, I in fact I I did write uh, a plan. Every every show I kind of write down the kind of run of show. Uh, I recorded this episode now. This is my third go, and what I decided to do is after the first two, I'm like you know I don't I don't want to talk about that. Um, I just really want to just lift you up because as I'm reading about Dolly Parton and I'm just like, you know, we don't, a lot of us don't have the resources to donate to, um, you know, a center, um, you know, to support, you know, um, developing vaccines. A lot of us just don't have money to do anything. A lot of us are just trying to keep, you know, a roof over our shoulders or over our heads, over our shoulders. What am I talking about? Um, food on the table, that kind of thing. But I'm just proud of you for each of you doing everything you're doing just to get through this, right? Um, you know, I I was not a big self-care person. I mean, I did things to take care of myself, but I never really thought about, I never really spent a whole lot of time thinking about um, self-care and I, I am encouraging folks to to really think about that. I do think that um, that social interaction is is self care, and I think it's something that we we probably took for granted. Uh, but in my work, um, social isolation is chronic social isolation is as dangerous to one's health as chronic smoking. I can tell you that since quarantine. I've gained, I've gained, I think 16 pounds. So not quite, I haven't gained, um, 
the full COVID-19. Shout out to my doctor, Dr. Amy Baird, who lovingly encouraged me to use the rowing machine that, uh, that I have. Uh, cholesterol's a little high, a little stress, right? Stress is high, cholesterol high, uh, blood pressure a little bit too high. So I've been rowing this month. May, I've made November, Rovember. Um, but self-care is important. Um, and I would imagine during the holidays, pre-COVID, the holidays were, were the tale of two cities. They were the best of times. They were the worst of times. Um, you know, if you're like me, you love Thanksgiving. I love Thanksgiving gathering. Don't necessarily love all of the food. The food is cooked excellently. I'm not saying that I don't love the taste of the food. I'm just not a big turkey person. I'm not a big... Uh, complex carbohydrate kind of person um, and and knowing that there's a week where that's all I'm going to eat I don't love that but because I love my family I love my friends I'm down with it um, and I, I, I guess I want to encourage people that if you can do it safely uh, one of my friends is doing it doing a tailgate um, and they reconfigured their whole outdoors I mean it's a great setup and I, I'm sure it's going to be great. Um, and they're going to find a way to make it work. And and I, I and and I'm like, let's embrace. I think let's embrace the opportunity that we have to reimagine how we do the holidays. I guess, um, whether it's doing a Thanksgiving tailgate, whether it's doing a, I don't know. Like, it's just going to be a three of us. So, you know, maybe I need to suck it up. I'm not a big fan of walking just to walk. I love walking to places for a specific purpose. I will walk to a bar in a heartbeat, except it's COVID. So I'm not doing that. But walking just to walk, not a fan. But, you know, I think I think for this Thanksgiving, I need to do a walk with my wife and my daughter. Um, Embrace something different. Um... I think 2020 is the year for that. And I, and if the holidays, if the holidays are already tough, and I recognize that for, for a lot of us, the holidays are tough. Um, I, I want to encourage each of us um, to, to stay connected to our people, checking in our best people. Um, because if they love if they love the family thing just like I do and they're not able to do that, it's going to be rough. If the holidays were already rough, it might even be rougher. Let's just um, let's keep channeling our better our better selves and um, let's just be as best as we can to be available um, to our family, to our friends, um, even to our, you know, I shouldn't say even to my co-worker, our coworkers, because my coworkers are are also near and dear um, to me. Um, but I guess I guess it's just a, just saying continue being being the good people that we are, and let's not give in to um, cynicism, which is part of why this is the third go of this recording today. Um, the first couple goes were. I was just being an asshole. <laughs> um, and I don't think I was wrong about any of the stuff I was saying. But what I was starting to recognize is like, you know, I don't want to spend too much time. I don't want to spend any more time, I guess, talking about those people. I'm talking 
Trump, the Giuliani's of the world. Um, and I don't want to begin painting the brush of people, everyday people who may not think like us, may not vote like us, um, certainly may not carry themselves in public like us, but I don't want to be, I don't want to lump people into factions anymore. And so, um, I guess I'm saying, let's be like Dolly. Let's just figure out how we do good and do it. Um, yeah. Um, that's, <laughs> which is kind of like, man, well, that, that cuts it down. That cuts, that cuts the run of show in half. Don't have to talk. Um, but, uh, oh, I, so one of the voices that you heard, and I was, I was a little mean in the first couple times I did this and I've had some time to reflect on it. And now I'm back, back on the horse again. I think I started doing this like at nine 30 today. Um, so this <laughs> round three, but, um, the voice you heard around, um, being over it and, and people needing to stay home until there's a virus. That's uh, Kelly Stafford. Kelly Stafford's not a household name. Uh, her husband is is a household. Well, I shouldn't say a household name, but for football fans in particular, uh, her husband Matthew Stafford uh, plays for the Detroit Lions in the National Football League. He's somewhat of a household name, and um, so she made she was making comments around just feeling. Um, like she's living in a dictatorship in the state of Michigan. And, you know, the first couple times I listened to it, I, you know, I really, I, I, and I, I did go in on her. Um, but I've had some time to, like in the last couple of hours, <laughs> to really kind of sit in, what she was saying or, or what I believe what she was trying to communicate. I, I think that she is wrong about Michigan being a dictatorship. I think a lot of that's being spoon fed to folks, but at the essence of what I heard from her and what was not included in the sound was that she's very concerned about what COVID will do to small businesses and and with and on that i am a hundred percent with her i'm a hundred percent with her um i have friends who who run um a couple of my favorite places in town um room 39 shout out to ted um shout out to andrew um and succotash shout out to beth um where um they have they have survived like two um two waves of of covid and you know i i i feel like i'm doing my the best i can to to continue to support them um because they're great restaurants but they're even better people um and i i agree with her i actually agree that a a shutdown would be devastating and i don't think we need i don't think we need to do that 
I don't think that's necessary. Um, I do think, and this is to the point of what we've been talking about, is I do think what what's necessary is figuring out how we do good and do it. And how we do good, and even though it's the government telling us to do it, I think the way we do good is to, to actually wear a mask. And... Um, and while the, the application is flawed, personal responsibility as a strategy isn't effective. It really isn't. Especially when that message is coming from the government. Like, here's the thing. And, and I know that a lot of you probably lean politically in the same way that I do. But I will be honest. I believe that telling someone no weddings, no funerals, no Thanksgiving, no Christmas is as about is about as poor of a marketing strategy uh, for behavior change as as as, I, as I've ever seen. It's just it's not effective, right? And um, my team is is working on trying to develop different messaging knowing and and i say this i work for an insurance company so if the, if the government is distrusted talking about how to handle covid then imagine just how not trusted a health insurance company is um but we believe that beginning to to connect with folks at a human level and meeting people where they are is the way to go. And I, so I'm saying all that to say that is on Facebook, on Instagram, Twitter, people are desperately trying to be heard. Um, and I, my sense is that we should be trying to connect. And I know that it's difficult. Like there's this gym owner here in in Kansas City. I I don't want to say the name of the gym because I don't want to get it wrong and I don't want to cause problems for the, the wrong business, but there is a a gym owner who I think was on TikTok showing himself throwing throwing away a mask and basically saying, "Hey, people who come to my gym don't have to wear a mask when they're working out because the CDC says that it's not healthy to do, you know, high intensity interval training with a mask." That's true. Um, the CDC is also saying you shouldn't be going to the damn gym during COVID. Also true. But instead of crucifying this guy, um, we ought to be thinking like, how might we help him keep his business alive during this really tough time? And so I will just, I'm just going to, tell you straight up um my gym i haven't been in the gym since the pandemic started one might argue that i didn't go enough before <laughs> before uh covid but i haven't been at all since like since uh mid-march i've i've not canceled my membership and uh, because i'm i envision a future when um, when we get past, when we get the vaccine and we've been able to defeat the virus, that I will go back. I want that gym to be there. 
and I know it's stupid because that's money that could be in my pocket. But what I'm saying is that, you know, um, we are in this together. And I think that's the part that's missing. What's missing is we have we have two sides. We believe we only have two sides. We believe there's a side who wants to get rid of the virus and the other side who doesn't give a damn and wants to spread the virus. And that's false. We have people who want to keep their businesses afloat. We have people who need to work to feed themselves, to feed them family, their families, to, to house themselves, to house their families, right? Um, we have people who are just trying to survive this. We have people who are struggling emotionally with this. Um, and those aren't sides, man. We're all in that. And so, again... I know, and this is this is the this is the be kind ramble, I guess. Um, but I just want to encourage us as we are going into this holiday season and as we are giving thanks, let's really truly give thanks for what we have, and let's figure out how do we use what we have. To get the thing that we need in order to turn it into the thing that we want, right? What we want are our lives back, right? That's what we want. We want our lives back. What we need in order to do that is to crush this virus, okay? So now think about how do we do the best we can with what we've got in order to beat this virus, right? Um, and not only how we are as an individual, but we as a collective, how do we do that, right? How do we practice? I guess what I'm saying is like, how do we practice love in this moment? Um, because love is a verb, man. Love is an action. God, did I just quote John Mayer? Oh my God. I did. I did. I think I just quoted John Mayer. Uh, John Mayer, I believe, is one of the most underappreciated musicians of our time. And I don't know if he's over his douche douchebag um, period. It, it certainly seems like he is. Um, but dude is so super talented. Dude is super talented. You know, didn't mean that to, to quote um, John Mayer. But let's figure out how we practice love. And I say that and and I think there is a way. And I think maybe we start with Thanksgiving to figure out how we practice love. And I know people say that the only way to practice love right now is to stay away from folks. That is certainly a, a way. I think there's another way. And I think you know, it, it, it involves wearing masks. It involves being physically distant, safely, six to eight feet minimum. Um, and and to keep to keep those gatherings as short and as sweet as possible, right? Um, and and it's also loving yourself. Um, so I encourage you. 
before you write off not seeing family to just think about the options think about what you can do um so i'm not going to my parents on on thanksgiving and heidi and i we normally go to her aunt uh julie and her uncle tim's and all of her all of her um her parents her her sisters and um in-laws are were there we won't be doing that this year um but you know it's my dad's birthday tomorrow so i am just gonna drop by and 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 take a card and i well i don't have a gift because <laughs> i'm not going shopping um but um i'm gonna at least see them through the door um so let's just find a way find a way to connect um as best as you can and and let's spend the rest of the holiday season figuring out how we how we practice love um and how do we how we crush this virus together um it's super sappy that's all i got um and uh man i'm getting really sappy in my my advanced age but i'm here for it i'm embracing it um anyway i'm so grateful for you i'm thankful um uh, i might or i might not do a wednesday show um but if i do um you'll you'll know it in fact i may actually do a, a special uh thanksgiving um recording i'm committing to it i'm gonna do a thanksgiving show screw it i'm here i'm doing it um love you guys be good to yourself good to each other and um we will catch you on uh on the flip side of the next episode peace Loving all our troubles away, we gon' love life.